Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klemzeski with Adam Atkinson. Episode four in our series on why won't these peaking myths just die with Adam's dog sitting there uh, getting in for the conversation. Um, this one, we're going we're gonna to revisit potassium a little bit. I mentioned it in context of sodium. And so I ho hope that still rings in your, your ears a little bit in terms of why you don't want to increase sodium or, or potassium. But as I'm looking at this particular coach's plan, Adam, not only does he start or she, I'm not sure who this is, um, dandelion tea, and there are laxatives starting three days out, and then uh, no dose, like literally even late into the evening. So you're taking taking no dose at different intervals. So so laxatives, which we'll talk about maybe a little bit in the next one, um, man, even days ahead, like three days ahead, they're taking laxatives, um, you know, demineralized water. It's hard to read some of this. There are so many misspellings and grammatical things, but um, I guess you're going to do some weird things like this. Maybe you're not the most educated coach to begin with. But <laughs> then you have these things, as I said, the the different types of, of quote, expelling agent supplements, things that people think just help them get rid of water. What do those usually have in them, Adam? If you get one of those over-the-counter pre-stage bodybuilding supplements, what, what are in those? So there typically is dandelion root in those, but the big thing I see is um, like calcium, magnesium, um, just things for good mineral stability. So that's funny. They has the demineralized water and that stuff in it, right? Because it's <laughs> exactly. kind of like you're getting one and then you're trying to suck exactly. it out with the other. But good for stability. I mean, having those minerals, you need minerals, right? Like even plants, if you put plants in demineralized water, what happens? The plant dies. The plant needs more than water. It needs the minerals and the nutrients for the water, just like our body needs them. So yeah, it's kind of stupid when people you know, give the demineralized or, um, you know, ultra filtered water. It's just best to drink what you're used to normally drinking. Right. So one of the things I see here as well, um, well, let me go back to some of those products, those over the counter, I don't even know what to call them in the category. It's just, you know, they're supposed to get rid of water. Uh, they used to be just very, very high in potassium based herbal type products like dandelion. Now I do see more of them with, with magnesium, with calcium, a, a broader spectrum of minerals, which is helpful. That's exactly right. And I'm not against those either. I, I wouldn't necessarily take them in super high doses because you're probably getting some potassium, a lot of potassium in the vegetables you're consuming. Um, you know, some of the other, you know, even, even just engineered foods you might consume protein powder and so forth usually has vitamin and mineral bases. And it's probably not going to get you too off kilter unless you're really changing the dose. And and this guy, I, I believe, does that in the fact that you are you're adding some of those things. You're adding that plus the dandelion root and moving forward. And once again, the problem is without sodium and increasing potassium, you're basically taking water not out of your body. You're taking it out of your muscle tissue. And you may feel just a little bit tighter transitionally for a minute. Like there may be one part of one day as your water, your hydration levels come down, but then all of a sudden your skin is gummier and saggier because you're losing all that muscle volume to stretch you out. Your, your muscle separations between the, the muscle tissue, the muscle, um, you know, different individual parts between the fascial sheaths 
are just literally softer. You don't have the volume to push out against those separations. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I really have a hard time, Adam, even finding a reason ever to supplement with potassium. Um, but number one, do you, do you ever just say, Hey, this, you need this. I, I don't do this all the time, but you need this. Is there a case for that? And do you use some of those other supplements just because people ask for them or because you think there is a stabilizing effect? Yeah. For me, if someone's potassium slow, I'm just going to not put their sodium as high typically. And, you know, I just usually match it off of that. So typically, no, I, I can't even think of any time I've really needed the potassium pill, uh, you know, a lot of the foods we eat are relatively high in potassium as competitors too. So if you really look at that, if you look at just an audit of your daily food and you're even getting just remotely, you know, three, four servings of vegetables a day. And remember a serving size is half a cup. Most of us eat a lot more than that. If we're going to have vegetables at a meal or salad, uh, your potassium is really pretty high. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even if someone pulls vegetables on show day, they're probably going to replace those carbs with like a potato or a banana or something like that. And it's going to equal out pretty closely, um, not to the point that I want to micromanage it so, so much. Yeah, I agree completely. Well, we've got one more episode, guys. We're going to we're going to talk about some of the the contest day uh, tricks, quote unquote, or hopes, dreams, myths, you know, things that people think are going to just magically change them. And trust me when I say this coach has plenty of them. So we'll see you next time and we'll chat about all of those.